Welcome to another Tyrius Cast. I'm Kevin Crewell. And I'm Jim McGregor. And we're going to discuss mergers and acquisitions in the semiconductor industry. Although, actually, we're just going to discuss acquisitions because we haven't seen a merger in the semiconductor industry in forever. So, Jim, what drove this wave of acquisitions? It's interesting. We've actually seen multiple waves. It started around IoT about four years ago for this IoT era, and they wanted to expand their IP and product portfolios because IoT is not just about one part of this uh, semiconductor. It's about having sensors. It's about processing. It's about memory. It's about connectivity. So you had to expand your IP portfolio. And it really started with a major acquisition with NXP buying Freescale, which were two major embedded and sensor companies, you know, combining. So we saw a lot of other companies try to bulk up through acquisition. We saw Microchip buy Atmel, Synaptics buy Connexent, and Qualcomm go out and make multiple acquisitions around CSR and Atheros. Then it kind of continued on some of the areas that were really hot, and so it became more focused. We saw acquisitions around automotive, where Intel bought Mobileye, Samsung bought Harman, Qualcomm, ironically, bought NXP, the company that started it all, or is trying to buy NXP, has put an offer out for them. And we've seen a lot of others that involve automotive as well. And that includes also Cypress buying expansion, focused mostly on uh, the automotive aspect of expansion's memory business. And then we also saw networking be a hot area. Intel bought Altera, although Obviously, Altera offers much more than just networking. That was a key area. Avago bought Broadcom and then changed the company name to Broadcom. And then Marvell recently just closed this week on his acquisition of Cavium. Yeah, there's some general consolidations going on in the industry. And I think it's being driven by the slowing of Moore's Law. This is areas where the there's acquisitions just to bulk up to be a larger in terms of uh, being able to buy more wafers, distribute their talent across more product lines. Those are like Microchip buy and MicroSemi, uh, Arn buying Aptiva. So in addition, there's a general consolidation going on in the industry. In the case of Intel, they're just recently, this past week, bought eASIC. Uh, this finds a nice fit between full ASICs and FPGAs, and I think it helps smooth the transition from, for companies to Altera FPGAs. In addition, you have Microchip, who bought MicroSemi. Again, this is a consolidation focused on bulking up, providing a, a larger scale companies. And then on Semiconductor bought Aptina, and that's an area where they're adding more sensors, such as uh, optical, to their portfolio. And this is a Part of that slowing of Moore's Law, I think there is a consolidation going on where smaller vendors are being sucked up by larger vendors as these larger vendors try to bulk up and the more aggressive companies are buying lots of these smaller companies to become larger and larger and uh, bring economies of scales to their business. Uh, but do you expect more, Jim, to be coming down the pike? Yeah, I don't think we've seen the end of this. As you pointed out, as Moore's Law changes, as the industry changes, we're going to continue to see this. One of the key trends is that companies really have to expand into new markets. 
And a lot of that is expanding into the markets that are just evolving. You know, AI is something that's really going to drive a lot more of that. We've already seen, you know, Intel out buying companies like Nirvana and Movidius. And more recently, we saw a startup by a more mature company, Wave Computing, bought MIPS. So kind of a reverse acquisition there. Instead of the big guy buying the small guy or the mature guy buying the startup, it was the startup buying the, the more mature technology. I think we'll also see it around RF, you know, with the emergence of 5G and having more wireless interface technologies, whether that be millimeter wave, whether it be narrowband IoT, or whether that just be faster cellular communication. RF is probably also going to be one of those key areas where we're going to see more acquisitions here in the near future. So how long do you think this is going to last? In at Semicon West, Mark Edelstone from Morgan Stanley postured that we're only in the third inning of this acquisition streak. And he said that he saw many more acquisitions down the pike. What do you think? You know, I think this next wave around AI and RF or these emerging technologies and markets is probably going to last the next 18 to 24 months. But to Mark's point, you know, we don't really know how long. We may have multiple waves after that, depending on what happens with the market, depending on what happens with the technology. But, you know, definitely acquisitions have become a key way to grow. Matter of fact, startups today don't even think the way they used to think more than a decade ago. You used to start a company, whether it be a semiconductor company, an application company, whatever. You started it to become a major player. Startups today don't think that way. Startups think about being acquired. That's pretty much part of the startup business plan and even the venture capital business plan of, okay, how do we get this company up and going? And then how do we get it sold to another company? So this is probably par for the course as we go forward. Yeah, I would agree. In fact, baseball analogy may be uh, the best analogy because even though we may be the third inning of anomaly nine inning game, some baseball games go into extra innings. So we may be, there may definitely be an extra innings aspect to this acquisition streak that's going on in the industry. Fortunately, there are a bunch of semiconductor startups, mostly in the AI space, that will fill the innovation gap that we may see as we get more consolidation in the industry. I'm actually very positive about that aspect of it. So that's that's the good part. This growth of acquisitions definitely will sort of reverse a trend of companies being very specialized. And now we're going to get into these more conglomerate style businesses, much like Pewter Associates being bought by Broadcom, which is which threw everybody for a loop. It seemed completely out of whack with Broadcom's business model as a chip company, buying a an enterprise software company, Computer Associate or CA Technologies, as it's known today. It may be indication that the CEO of Broadcom, Hock Tan, feels that he wants to hunt in a new ground instead of semi business. And enterprise software may be his next market uh, that he wants to go after. But certainly, the market wasn't happy. The stock market in Wall Street did not look kindly on that going out of his lane by going into CA and his stock, the Broadcom stock took a big hit when that was announced. So it'll be interesting to see what we, what goes forward. Yeah, it will be. And I agree with that. And, you know, just one of the major acquisitions that's still being held up right now, I think for political reasons, has been the acquisition of NXP by Qualcomm. And that kind of realigns the whole semiconductor industry very much like NXP's acquisition of Freescale. It builds a new powerhouse in the semiconductor industry that has everything from sensors to processors to wireless technology. I mean, it really changes the dynamics. And I think companies are going to continue to have to bulk up and expand their IP portfolios to be competitive. 
So I don't know that we're going to get to a point where these companies are too big to fail, but they are going to be so broad in terms of some of their technologies and some of their applications that you're either going to have to be part of them or you're going to have to be big to compete with them. Yeah, that, that's that's sort of uh, the Darwin theory here that uh, you have to grow bigger to compete with the bigger vendors. So we'll see how that, that Darwinian uh, approach, if it works out or not. The other aspect to the acquisition strategy that's going on or acquisition trends has been China's. China's been very interested in buying a number of companies, but to date, China Inc., if you want to call it that, but to date, uh, the U.S. government has been stopping those acquisitions. So China is focused more inwardly at the moment. There's definitely some money floating around from China to to expand this marketplace. Yeah, the uh, that's a good point. The fact that the technology industry is so important to all these con- countries that now it's almost become a political pawn and it's actually impacting companies' strategies and not only in terms of expansion and growth, but also in terms of acquisitions. And that's a focus of a whole nother Tyrius cast. So look for that one as well. Well, that's another wrap for our Tyrius cast. I'm Kevin Creel. I'm Jim McGregor. And please look forward to more Tyrius casts on SoundCloud or on our website, TyriusResearch.com. I can be found on Twitter as at Crewell and on LinkedIn as Kevin Crewell. And you can find me on LinkedIn as Jim McGregor and on other social networks, including Facebook and Twitter as Tech Strategist. That's T-E-K Strategist. Also, you can look for Terrius Research on those other social networking sites as well. Thank you for joining us and look forward to another Terrius cast coming soon. <laughs>